All right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Take Podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Burleson, of course. In today's episode, I got my brother, Auburn Burleson. He's back on the pod. Appreciate you hopping on, dude. Yeah, for sure. So let's get right into it. So you're halfway through your hockey season right now. Yeah. You guys are 19-5. and five. You guys had one tie. Like, you guys came off two pretty big losses against Shattuck. So, like, how are you feeling going into Christmas break? Um, I'm feeling a little bit better after the second game. I thought we played pretty well. Um, you know, it's just a different it's a different pace of play than what we're used to in Indiana. So, um, I'm excited because we get to play them right when we come back. And if you guys don't know, really Shattuck is a that. program in Minnesota, by the way. They've had players like uh, Sidney Crosby and Nathan McKinnon go there, but but go ahead. Just wanted to give them a uh, So, I'm, ex- I'm excited to play them when we get back. I think it'll be fun. I think we'll play a lot better just because we kind of know what it's what it's like. But yeah, I'm excited. Since Shattuck is such a you know premier program in the hockey world, like what's your mindset going in? Like, do you tr- like it's? I I know it's hard like not to be intimidated by a program like that. But how do you not be intimidated by that? Uh, I don't get intimidated by them because you know they're the same same people as uh as everyone else on our team, same age group, like. Same guys. There's nothing, nothing really special about them. So you have to kind of go into like, you can't think of them as like being this like almighty, almighty people that are so good at hockey. You kind of just got to go in there and just know you can win, and you'll just play. You'll play a lot better. That's how. That's what helped me a lot. So like playing against them last two games, what do you think was the like toughest challenge you faced against them? Um, they definitely played a lot faster um, than like what normally people do with us. Um, they just move the puck really well. It's kind of, it's, we're, we're picking up on it. We're struggling with it a little bit, but I think we'll be a lot better this next go around. Now that we kind of know what to expect here. Yeah. Cause I noticed, um, in the game, uh, no shade towards your team at all, but it just seemed like the passing was a little bit better and they were stretching. They were, their passes were longer. So yeah, the puck was sure. moving the ice faster. Yeah. So like kind of what was, difficult about like passing like they were on their against their defense um i i think it's just they they take all the time away from you like right right when you get the puck from somebody else immediately there's like two guys putting pressure on you you gotta you gotta think a lot quicker so i think we just have to focus on making sure we know what we're gonna do with the puck before we get it i think once we do that we'll be we'll be fine we'll be able to play with them and so like coming off those two losses before that you guys only lost three games and you guys after you guys lost to HSC and then you guys went on a 10 game winning streak. So like, how was that 10 game winning streak? Yeah. The HSC game was a bit of a <laughs> bit of a hiccup. Um, it, it just overall was not a good game. Nobody was on that night. And then um, those other 10 games, you know, we just kind of picked up where we, where we left off um, before the HSC game and kind of just, rolled on through like we normally do so and i noticed um that game that you guys lost you the next game it was not it was not near close like what was like because you said like they're not as good as you guys but why did why do you think like you said guys were off but like what was the main reason you guys just weren't hitting your shots or uh i don't i don't know what it was but we just weren't on and then we played the hsc like a couple weeks later beat them like 6-0 or something like that so 
it was just not our night that night. And that was, it wasn't too bad of a score, 6-4, with I think an empty netter. So it wasn't too bad, but we just like we just weren't we just didn't show up. So like coming into the season, what what was your mindset going in? Because you had a lot of things going on before. Like you tried out for USPHL. You were doing a lot of different things during the summer. I kind of want to get into that because I haven't really talked to you about you know the training you did. You you who you who you trained with a European pro hockey player during mm-hmm. the summer. Yeah. So like going into the season. How did that mindset? How's that mindset different from last year when you didn't have all this training beforehand? I'd, I'd say the the mindset is pretty much the same. Just trying to get during the summer, trying to get as good as I can get before the season, um, and then in the season, it's just kind of the same thing. Just kind of maintain what I have physically, but just get better mentally and also like with skills and stuff like that. You can always improve on that, but you know I'm not focused too much on like weightlifting or stuff like that during the season I'm just kind of trying to maintain what I built up over the summer well weightlifting I mean I've seen your leg workouts um last time I had you on the pod you came back from a 4 a.m workout I don't know if you're doing those anymore but I'm pretty sure that those paid off because I've seen you you were really fast like we were at the gym one time and he was like leg press and like was it like 360 or something like that it was like every single weight you could do on it so it was a lot <laughs> your legs are ginormous so like has that like kind of helped you get faster on the ice because when i saw you this time around you looked way faster than in may when i saw you in chicago yeah i still i was still doing those 4 a.m workouts um during the summertime but instead of workouts i was on the ice and then i'd work out later on um but I was still waking up early over the summer. We lifted five times a week, skated like three times a day, two times a day, uh, except on Saturdays and Sundays. And I just kind of shifted my weightlifting from trying to put on a bunch of mass to just working on speed and like agility. Because I think, I think my my size is fine. I think I could make. I, I think my I'm like 160 right now. I think that's a pretty good weight. I can still move pretty well. So I think I'm just just focusing on my speed more than than anything else i think that helped me a lot with um speed work from the summer into transitioning into the season cutting down a little bit of uh weight just so i can get a little bit faster so i think all of that just like helped with my overall speed is this like the most intense off season you've had so far playing hockey yeah i would say every every time every off season gets a little it's a little more uh intense but i think this one was had the same amount of intensity as the first year or the first time we did the podcast, but it had a lot more structure, a lot more planning went behind it and all of that. So I think it was more efficient than um, the first couple. Of so now that you're in the season, like what do you, what are things that you think you're doing very well so far? Like, what do you mean? In, in like, the, what like do you think? Like, what are things that you practiced during the off season that you see yourself doing a lot better this season? Okay. Um, specifically, I would say, like, zone entries and being more comfortable with the puck. I'm a lot more comfortable with the puck. I don't look at the puck often. I always have my head up. I can see what's going on. So I can hold on to it long, that extra second that I needed to, which I could not do last year um, just because I didn't have the skills to hold on to the puck without looking at it. So all that time and space just goes away after. So I'd say just being more aware of where I'm at and where other people are when I have the puck. 
but also the same without the puck. So, like, once you give it away, I'm not just like, oh, I don't have the puck anymore. I can just kind of coast up. I'm just, like, you know, gunning for that next spot just so I can get it back. Um, so I think just my awareness, I think it's mostly mental this year that I improved on over the summer because you can only improve so much physically. But I think my mental game and my awareness and all of that just kind of came together this is coming together this season and is I'm still putting pieces into the puzzle and kind of figuring it out as we go along but I think I think that's that's the part of my game that I've made the most improvements on is just like my mental awareness of where people are and like you know how the game works and all of yeah. that and where I should be I'm just kind of finding those those areas and it's paying off. So. Yeah, because I remember last year you got caught looking down a lot and you got blown up. You got a couple concussions last year. Yeah. You haven't had that this year. I so Yeah, I have zero concussions so far, so <laughs> I like to keep it that way. So t- you're talking about the mental side a little bit. Um, I know your goals are not where you want them to be. I know that. Yeah. Um, and you've had a lot of th- – th- he's had a lot of pucks hit the post. Yeah. A lot of them hit the post. Like – I know that has to do something with your confidence because that just has to be so frustrating. Yeah, it's annoying. It's, it's annoying for sure. But, you know, if you're hitting the post, you're doing something right. So you just kind of keep on going. They'll fall eventually. They started falling. And you scored in your last game. Yeah. You're the only guy to score the entire two games. Yeah. But still, still, does that does that feel good? Even though you guys lost, on. like, is that does that feel good to know? Like, it's oh, I'm bitter. the only guy who scored. It's bittersweet because you know you're happy that you scored and everything, but like, still lost. We still lost the game by a pretty big margin. <laughs> so, so it's not it's not too great. <laughs> it would have been better if we would won. <laughs> so, I, I'm gonna ask you this: since you're you're playing center and you're looking up more, mm-hmm. um, centers have to scan. So, like, I'm I'm gonna compare this to football a little bit. Do you think playing center in hockey is like playing quarterback in football? Do you think they have similar characteristics? Because I, I was watching, they're I think, scanning. So I think I think it's similar at sometimes, but I would compare a quarterback to more of like a defenseman or something like that, um, just because they're kind of in charge of like breaking it out, moving the puck, and all that. They're just moving it to guys that can shoot majority of the time. So I'd say defensemen are more the quarterbacks. Centers, I don't know what you would compare it to in football, but I don't know, maybe like a, a running back or something like that. I don't know. I guess, but they're not really <laughs> like calling plays and like making passes. So like that was the only thing I really was comparing it to because yeah. quarterbacks got to scan the field and you got to scan the ice. Yeah, a little bit. And I was watching, um, I was watching a couple centers last night, and they do a really good job of making sure like where everyone is like have you since you've had your head up because i know that hasn't been consistent thing for you yet it's starting to become but yeah like what are you noticing the most like just by having your head up because you're missing a lot if you don't have it up yeah i think the biggest thing with like if you have your head down even like for a split split second when you're catching the pass or right when you give away the pass your head's still down a little bit i think you you forget how much time you actually have so if I'm looking up and I'm catching the pass and my eyes are already up looking around, and I don't even have the puck on my stick yet, it's still coming, I can I can feel like I have so much more time because I can see these guys gapping up or see these guys coming at me to play defense before I even have the puck. So I can kind of I can kind of think in my mind what I'm going to do next. Whereas to if you have your head down, even when you're catching the pass, like you have your head down and you're catching it, and then you look up, well then 
you didn't know who was coming at you, and then you got to make a split second decision to you know get around that person or make a different pass. So I think uh, just having your head up and knowing where everyone's at is just it gives you that much like extra time, and it, it's so much more effortless to do like to get past a defender or make a make a breakout pass or something like that versus to where if you have your head down, it makes it just ten times harder. Because you mentioned you mentioned time, like your shifts aren't really that long. No, like no. how do you how do you like make sure you're not out there too long? Like, or do you know like it's time to go? It's just kind of a feeling thing. I don't like you. Just, you just kind of play and you kind of figure out when it's been too long and when it's kind of been too short, uh, and you just kind of got to feel it out. I don't. I don't really know how I do it. It's just like <laughs> it feels like I need to get off and it's a good a good time for me to do it without you know vacating like the defensive zone or something or giving a big opportunity. I think. That's all you got to make sure, and then you're fine. So, um, I was kind of I was watching a couple of videos last night. Um, they so I was watching some. It's like zone entry. So like you go wide, like or you can like kind of like stop and then cut over. Like yeah, yeah. What what do you prefer out of those two methods? Because like I haven't. I feel like you prefer the wide one because I feel like you do that a lot more. But do yeah. you ever go to the second one? Um, I don't really go to the second one too often. I like going out wide and I'm I'm pretty good at like leaning up on the defender and like you know pushing them out of the way. So I kind of resort to that majority of the time. And yeah, I don't really cut in that much. I'm I'm kind of afraid to cuz <laughs> I got blown up a lot last year by cutting in, so I just kind of stick to going out wide if I have the Is like speed. going out wide is that like all body positioning pretty much? It's it's speed, body positioning, it's pretty much it's a lot it's everything at the same time. So it's really hard for a forward, but it's also pretty hard for the defender as well because he's got to, you know, not let you get inside, which is hard sometimes. <laughs> it's like boxing out in a yeah, way, yeah. kind of. Like when you're si- – so this is like something I'm kind of curious about. So you're a center and your your job is to sit in front of the goalie. Like does a goalie ever just like tell you like get out of my way? Like why are you in my way? Like do they ever get frustrated with like, that? Are you saying are we in playing offense? Yeah, so like you're – you're playing offense and you're sitting in front of the goalie. Like, mm. does he ever just get mad at you and just try to push you out of the way or something like that? Some sometimes you know you get like a slash to the back of the knee <laughs> or something like that. But majority, it's not from the goalies; it's from the other team's defenders. They just slash and cross check the crap out of you. It's pretty annoying. But you know that's that's where I, that's where I'm best is in front of the net. So I like I like sitting there. So have you worked on like uh, tips and stuff like that all the time? Yeah. What's the key to that? Um, it's, it think, just looks hard. It's just repetition. You just gotta, it's just, it's honestly just repetition. And a lot of the times you don't even have to tip it. You just gotta be, you just have to, you just have to know that like if you're standing there and the guy's shooting on you, he's not going to hit you. You got to stand in the middle. Of it. But like, I, I, that, that makes sense. And in a way, but to, to me, I, I'm not, I don't really know much about that. So like, cause it just looks difficult to like put your stick in the right spot. Yeah, cause is. like it the is. puck has to roll off of it. Correct. No, if it's in the air, you're just, you're just tapping at it. Oh, so you're just hitting it down. You're just tapping and you're hoping it goes somewhere. Cause what if it's like lower, it's like kind of in the air and it's like near kind of like your midsection. Like how do you, how do you do that? You just like go up with it. No, you just tap it with your stick. How does that? Do? I don't get I don't how that like misdirection. Like it's just it. So that really just makes it go one way or the yeah, other. Yeah, like, it's so you, crazy. If you me. hold your stick out like that and the puck's coming in, it'll hit right off of it and go a different way. What? 
Have you had any goals off that this year? I've hit a couple posts, no goals. Or I might have had one, but I've hit a couple posts off of it. I, I tip majority of the time when they shoot it through and I, I can see the puck coming in, It I normally hit it. Like this thing. I normally deflect. So when you're on the offensive side, um, I watch your face-offs. You're, you're, you're pretty good at face-offs. Um, I, I will ask you, like, kind of a little bit of that. But when you're in the face-off, do you ever just try to shoot it, like – just turn around and shoot it like I do sometimes <laughs> if we're on the if we're on like the the penalty kill or something and we're in our zone you know I'll just like I'll just shoot it out of the zone just to like you know so we don't have to deal with the puck but not at the goal but no, I I've never shot it at the goalie Can you do that? Yeah, you can. People have, but it's it it's it's really difficult. It doesn't really lead to much. <laughs> What's the key to winning a face off? Um I'd say it's a lot it's a lot, a lot goes into a face-off other than just like, you know, just like the sticks flying, you know what I mean? Like, um, I always try to be last into the face-off dot, gives you the best advantage. Um, well, how is that? Why does it give you the best advantage? Because I can kind of see where that guy's feet are, position, I kind of can feel out where he's trying to go with it and just do the opposite. Um, so I counter that. And then I always try to have my stick in last. Um which I normally always do. And then, yeah, I think it's just like some people have like a finesse of just, like, you know, picking the puck out of the pile. But I just kind of scrape my stick through the whole zone and like through the whole dot and just kind of power through it because I, I think that works the best. So are you pushing a certain direction? Uh, I always, I normally always push to my backhand or between my legs. Uh, to okay. like to my right side or to, between my legs. Does a coach ever draw up like a play where he has you – Put the puck, or has you try to put the puck in a certain area? When uh, it comes our to coach off? hasn't, but I have. I've got. I have three plays that we always run. They have names for them, and I call them out, and then everybody else on the ice, you know, knows what's going on on our team. Um, and we almost had a couple. We I think we've had like maybe one goal off of a play. We came close with a lot of them. So, uh, yeah, I kind of came up with those uh, earlier this year. Um, just watching other people play, picking it up off them and all that. So it's just, yeah, I, I, I run my own, but I don't think, any, I don't know if anybody else runs. No, so coach doesn't have any. Coach, our coach doesn't know. No. So when it comes, because I know he has like a system and everything. Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to playing center, you're always trying to back up other people. Mm -hmm. So like. Your support, yeah. So like, how do you know like when it's the right time to go over there and when it's like too many people over there and you need to stay in a different spot? Um, if it's in the D zone, um, our coaches and our systems are really big on outmanning them. So if they have two guys on the puck, their team has two guys, we need to have three. So okay. if I see there's only two guys, if it's two on two in the corner, then I know if I'm the next closest person, I got to get in there. Um, you know, if there's, if there's two of our guys in, if, or if there's three of our guys in there and there's only one of his, I need to recognize that find that open guy that we're leaving out and make sure that we get one guy one more guy back just so like our defensive zone is sound so it's kind of just like uh it's pretty much everyone's role just to kind of support everyone else that's kind of how our systems work um but i just kind of find myself in those positions where i'm supporting people a lot more often than say other people just because so it's just depending on the situation. Yeah, like you yeah. kind of just react to what's going on in front of you. Mm -hmm. So like when you guys are like in your O zone and you guys are trying to keep the puck like 
in front of the blue line. Like you guys got two defensemen back there trying to keep it in, and then you're in the center. Like when you guys are moving the puck around, like I know you stand in front of the goalie, but do you always stand in front of the goalie? Like when that's going on, like you're just moving in the center, kind of staying in the middle. Um, when it's kind of if um you know like the defensemen have if our defensemen have it at the blue line, I like to stand in front of the net for tips and screen the goalie so he can't really see it. Um, but then also if the puck gets chipped down low because the defenseman ran out of space and his only option was to rim it around the boards. It's kind of my job to go behind the net, pick up that rim and move it back up to them or move it up to another forward. But I'm just always trying to be an option or an outlet in some way, shape, or form. So I'm kind of just, you know, everybody's kind of working it through the guy down low or working it through the guys up top to create a better scoring opportunity. What's a more satisfying goal? On a power play or just a normal five on five? Five on five for sure. <laughs> it's it, it just like it, you know you did something good when it's a five on five because they have it's it's even it's not you don't have an advantage and you still score so you know you did something good so that's always more satisfying. So when you guys get back, you guys play Shattuck. Yeah, the same twice. team again, twice again. But at like home. I, I, that's just tough. For to me, for it was tough for me to watch because it, it just I know you guys weren't like doing anything wrong. It was just like they just had better chemistry. Like, what are you gonna try to do differently in um, the next two games? Because it is at home this time. It's not yeah. on the road, so it's gonna be a little bit different environment. I think um, we just have to clean up some of our systems and clean up some of our defensive efforts and all of that. Like yeah. you clean up systems. Like, what do you mean by that? Um, it's just a mental thing, like, um, knowing when to pressure and when not to make it, knowing that there's like, you should have eyes in the back of your head, essentially. Like you should know that, oh, that guy's behind me. I need to put a stick on him or whatever. So just kind of cleaning that up. It's, it's all mental thing. It's doable. Um, I think once we do that, we'll be, we'll be fine for next weekend. Or... Do you think it'll be harder to do that or do you think it'll be easier to do it since you guys have played them twice. I think it'll be a little bit I think it'll a little bit be a little bit easier. Cuz you kind of know the speed of the game, kind of know what's how they play, kind of got a feel for it a little bit, so I think it'll be a lot easier this time. So when it comes to the second half of the season, I know you guys want to win states, but is there part of you that like kind of overlooks state and is like I want to I just want to focus on nationals? Um a little bit, but we kind of have to take it one step at a time because you have to win states to win nationals. But um, I'm pretty confident in us that we'll win states and then we'll have a, a couple weeks uh, just practicing with each other uh, before nationals, so that should be really helpful. And I think I think we'll do pretty well this year. Do you guys think you'll win states? Yes, yes, I do. But I, th- I think nationals, it'll be close, but I think we'll do pretty well. Like how like okay so like how many teams are in the national like tournament is there like how many games do you have to win to go um, in there? I am not sure at all. I have no idea. It's probably, I don't know how many teams. It's maybe. probably close to like five or six games, something okay. like that. But I, I I have no idea. So you guys would play Shattuck for the national title? Potentially, yeah, yeah. That's gonna <laughs> that's gonna be if you guys can beat them twice, that may that maybe give you some confidence that mm-hmm. yeah you can go in there and actually give them a run for their money. Mm-hmm. So, like, what are some things that you guys are going to be working on the second half of the season to get better at that you didn't do in the first half? 
Um, I think just, I think it's just our, our systems need to be cleaned up a little bit. And uh, I think that's it. I'm guilty just of it too. Just the same thing against Shattuck? Just yeah, the same it's just thing. the same thing for okay. everybody else. It's just a lot easier. So to, does that like entail chemistry a little bit? A little bit, yeah, just knowing at. where people are. Um, but I think, I think our systems were, I think our systems are okay. Our defensive systems are pretty good. But um, these Indiana teams don't really um, capitalize on a lot of those mistakes that we make, and Shattuck does. So we kind of recognize that. We we realize that we need to clean it up pretty. We need to clean it up like a lot so that we can dominate these Indiana teams. So then we can go on to nationals and do the same there. So um, this is a this is a kind of a different question. Um, so. When you're on the ice, like, there's always physical contact. You're always getting hit. Like, how do you not get angry when you get hit? Like, I, I feel like I would get angry right away if I got hit. I don't know. It's just kind of a part of the game. I get angry a little bit, but it's kind of a part of the game. You know, everybody's everybody does it. Everybody has to do it to win the game. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't get too, too angry about it. I don't think too much of it. So when you're on a break like this, when Christmas break, is it hard to get back into it when you get back and skating and everything like that? No, I wouldn't say so. It might be hard for, like, the first game just because, you know, you, like, you haven't played a game in, like, like three weeks. But the, the all the skills and skating stuff, that'll be shaken off in, like, a day or two. So. I want to ask you a couple of questions, NHL-related. Okay. Um, what do you think – Connor Bedard, how do you think Connor Bedard is changing hockey right now? Um, He's only a year older than you. Yeah, I know it's kind of crazy, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if he's changing the way people. I don't think he's changing the way people play hockey. I think he's just, I, don't, I, th- I think he's just picked up a lot of different skills from multiple players and just added them to himself. So he's kind of like a multiple threat kind of guy instead of just like he has a one one thing. Do you think Bedard is better than people thought? Um, no, I'd say he's right on par, probably. Right on par. What yeah. do you think like pops out the most, though, just about him in general? Um, I would say his IQ and knowledge, just knowing where everything is. He's very aware all the time. Knows what he can do and knows what he can't do. Kind of goes off that with his like teammates and everything. So I think that makes him a lot better than what most people can see. Like, like if you watch the hockey game, you know. You can't really tell about his awareness. And he's not a big guy either. No, he's not. He's kind of small, mm-hmm. which but, surprises me how he can do as well as he's doing because he's so tiny compared yeah. to other guys. Like, I saw him, like, in front of the goalie, and this guy was, like, towering over him. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I think he's the real deal, though. Yeah, I, for I, sure. I think he is. There there are things that he does that I'm like, yeah, he, he's just fast. Mm-hmm. He's a good passer, too. He makes some crazy passes. He's good. Do you take that? Do you take part of his game and put it to you? Because I've seen your shot, and it kind of looks similar to his, in a way. I've try. I try to mimic his shot. I've trained a lot this summer, like watching it, trying to mimic it as best I can, and adjusting it to where it fits me the best. What do you like about his shot the most? Um, I like how effortless it is. I don't. I don't really put a whole lot of effort or like strain into my shot and it comes off really hard and really accurate so i think like it it makes you a threat anywhere just knowing like even if i'm on my back foot you know kind of off balance i can still get a pretty decently hard shot on that which you know kind of 
It makes you a little more of a threat. So this question is for Gabe. Um, who is better, Patrick Kane or Connor McDavid? Career. Career? Right. I think career right now, probably Patrick Kane. He has he has three Stanley Dang Cups. Gabe. He has three Stanley Cups. Connor McDavid doesn't have one. Um, I think I think that just shows right there. But right now, we obviously know who's better. Right. Correct? Right now, if they, yeah, obviously Patrick Kane's coming to the end of his career. Uh, Connor McDavid's in his prime right now, so I'd say Connor McDavid's way better than him right now. Can McDavid pass him? Oh yeah, if he gets a couple Stanley Cups under his belt, um, he'll definitely, he definitely will. Do you think he will get any? I don't know. I don't. I don't think if he stays at Edmonton that he will. I think he needs to. <laughs> but what is it about Edmonton that like they they seem to have decent players, but they just can't get it done? Yeah, they have a bit of a goaltending and coaching issue. So. Well, they fired their coach this year. Yeah. So he's gone, mm-hmm. and they won like I think it was like I think it was like seven or nine games in a row after he got fired. I mean, he was like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. <laughs> and. One last question before we end the pod here. Who's the GOAT of hockey? This is a hard question. But I know most people are – I want. I feel like Gretzky is like – Gretzky is definitely like one of the greatest players. One of? To, to one of, guys. One of. But I think, I think if you look at it, like if you look at the greatest goal scorer, that's Ovechkin. Even though How? He, Gretzky has the most goals of all time. Greatest goal scorer is Ovechkin. That's not true because he has to have more goals than Gretzky to Maybe. be the greatest goal scorer. It's an it's an era thing. It's an era thing. But he has who has more goals? For for now. Who has, who has more goals? For now, Gretzky has more goals. It's gonna take like Ovi like one more years. year. One more year. I think it'll take him two more years to catch him. One or two more years. It won't be that long. He's not really scoring at a high clip. No, he's he's like forty. Who was the guy you told me one time that was among one of the goats? I said um, Mario Lemieux and Yammer Yager. That's just I'm a Penguins fan. They both played on the Penguins for a long time. Won a bunch of Stanley Cups together. Um, they just have like they play a lot like Gretzky, but I think they Yammer Yager played in Gretzky's era at the start of his career, and then played in the modern era at the end of his career, and he didn't really slow down a whole lot. Um, even for his age, he didn't really slow down a whole lot. He still went in Stanley Cups when he was at the back half of his career. And same thing with Mario Lemieux. He he played in the modern era as well as the Gretzky era. And it kind of like they didn't really slow down a whole lot. So I think maybe if Gretzky played a little longer into where the goaltending got a lot better, I think you could have an argument there. But I think the goaltending wasn't as good when he was was playing. So that's why he's not the GOAT? Yes. Specifically, like, what was it that goalies couldn't do then? They didn't. They didn't drop down. They didn't drop down as much. They just kind of stood there. It's pretty easy. A lot of his. If you watch some of his goals, a lot of them are just along the ice, which aren't happening today. No, barely any goals are scored along the ice. Like maybe one or two, like a couple a season or something like that. But majority of them, like you have to lift the puck up a lot. Um, I think the goalies are just. A lot slower back then, <coughs> and covered a lot less to the net, so it made it a lot easier. So you would put Ovi over Gretzky for goal scoring, yeah. I think so. All time, all times, Gretzky's the goat. It's either him, Yammer Yager, or Mario Lemieux. We got to pick one here. We're not leaving this <laughs> until you pick one. I can't pick one. They all have 
different abilities and everything. I think Gretzky has, is the smartest hockey player ever to live. He knows everything about the sport. Really smart with it. I think Yamer Yager's... 92 goals in a season. Grant Gretzky, by the way. I know, but Yamer Yager... No one has even came close to that. Yamer Yager's really good point scorer, really good assists. Yeah, I've seen this do. guy. I, he, sent, he sent me him, and honestly, I had no idea, so hockey people don't hate on me, but... He he's got some stats. Yeah, he's got like seven hundred ninety-seven goals or something like he's that. He's like fourth I was kind or of fifth impressed. place. Yeah, I was kind of impressed. And then I think he has the all-time franchise record for the Rangers, the most goals in a single season. I think. Yeah, he does for his position. I'm pretty sure, which is that's pretty cool, honestly. Yeah. So I said I know that said it was the final question, but who do you think is going to win the Stanley Cup this year? This year, I'm taking I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking the Canucks. I think the Canucks. The Canucks? I think the Canucks have a really good team. Not what about Boston? No, I don't think Boston will. They, they'll, they'll they'll make it far, of course, but I think the Canucks are going to take it all. I think they've played really well this year. Okay, all right. He says Canucks are winning the Stanley Cup. Yeah, we got a take here. Uh, is there anything else you want to say before I end the pod? Just thanks for having me. All right, no problem, dude. This is my brother, Auburn Burleson. I'll put his Instagram. Uh, in the bio so you can go check out some hockey stuff i took some pictures um so we'll see we'll see if those surface but i'm your host jackson burleson thank you guys for listening to take podcast take care talk to me baby talk to me talk to me talk to me nice i'm from another world baby yeah right way paradise they think i'm way too cold because i put my heart up